It's me, movie buffer. I'm a little excited today because I'll be reviewing a movie called Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. And I remember this movie a long time, and I bought the DVD a few years back. And I found out they're going to re-release Dark Knight of the Scarecrow on Blu-ray. I don't know what date, but when I find out, I'm definitely going to pre-order it. And um, let me just say, I remember seeing this movie on TV, one of those Channel 11, Channel 9 shows. If you're from New York or New Jersey, you know what I'm talking about. Channel 9, Channel 11 had these shows, like the late night shows, or the afternoon shows, like when you watch the horror movies or action kung fu movies, and they show like in the, like maybe like 11 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, like in the morning to 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, um, and that's the first time I noticed Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. I think it was a TV movie anyway, because it feels like a TV movie. And let me just say, this was one of, one of those creepy fucking movies. At the same time, I admit, I, I was crying a little bit. I was, I'm guilty of that. I'm, when I started talking about Nightscape, about, about this young girl and like a retarded man. I'm sorry if I used the word retarded to offend anybody, but this is what I'm, I'm checking it out as. And um, they were playing around, and accidentally the girl went inside the house and she got attacked by a dog. So she got hurt, and everybody thought the girl was dead, but she was alive anyway. But they would blame the retarded man for her murder, even though she wasn't dead. So these hunters, the town where townspeople decided like in a way to get the law in their own hands, like in their own way, in, in their own way, excuse me. And the guy was wandering around, the mother was helping him out. So the, the man was hiding in the scarecrow, the retarded guy. Excuse me for saying retarded again. Scarecrow. He was like this, and they shot him. And I was like sad, man. I ain't gonna lie. I was like, oh, I can't they shot him. I went all Bambi and shit. I was like crying like a bitch. And I'm sorry for that, but yo, it was sad. So then, after that, see, I'm not going to ruin any spoilers, because the ending is really awesome. And it's kind of sad, it's kind of like a sad ending, but, I mean, not like, I, not like in that way, but, it's like, oh, you know. But, anyway, um, that was Dark Knight Scarecrow, and, like, townspeople, the one that killed him, suddenly dying. The thing is, who's killing him? Killing the guys that killed the retarded man, you know? It could be, it could be him, it could be a regular person, we don't know. And you have the Halloween chase scene with the gold running around against the police. No, I mean, I think the male guy. So I, I saw the movie twice, and I hope I remember it right. Went around against the postal guy, who was, the postal was one of the people that killed the retarded man. And the retarded guy was innocent anyway. But you know how they are. There's just these town people in these movies, they always like to do a wish trial, but they blame somebody for something. So while the, the, the retarded man's best friend, the little girl, was running against the postal office guy trying to chase her, let's just say, Justice been served. But don't get escape or check the movie out. Oh, you can wait for Blu-ray release. I don't know what day it's coming, but I heard about it's gonna be Blu-ray, so it has to be one of my favorite horror movies of all the time. One of my favorite because it's crazy. It's like a roller coaster ride into a haunted house because you see all these type of monsters. Always these little spooky scares here and there. You have your kill scenes, you have your blood, but I wouldn't say it's gory though, but it's, it has monsters, zombies, it, it's all this stuff in it, man. You know, like I say, it's bloody, but it's, I, I wouldn't, like I say, again, I mean, that's, it's not really gory or anything, but it's just a good old-fashioned horror movie with good old-fashioned special effects for the monsters. And let me just tell you how Spookies came about. Okay, the DVD release I got is a Vepico Screen Time Collection release. 
and pretty much what I know so far that that is the only DVD release that I know plus the VHS release of course any other release I don't know about but those two releases and the first time I encountered Spookies was this guy was talking to this lady in a store club and this is when I was a young teenager at the time and she talked about how good this movie is but when I saw the front cover with the kids screaming it looked retarded man it looked stupid excuse me for saying it like that so I never bought and rented it but then I then I, believe it or not, it came on Channel 7. If you're from New York City, you know those Channel 7 late night shows? So Spookies popped up. I said, okay, Spookies is on TV, so let me check it out. And this was at 12 o'clock. Ooh, a 12 o'clock show. We all grew up in New York City, so we all know what that is. And um, so I saw Spookies. And when I first saw that movie, I was like, oh my god, holy shit. Here I go in my holy shit mode again. And I was shocked that the movie was actually good and I actually enjoyed it. So then I went back to the video store and said, let me rent it again. Guess what? It was gone. Ever since then, I never saw Spookies about that TV event of it. As many years go by, then a DVD, DVDs became popular. And luckily, I found a DVD release, release for it. But it was a Region 2 DVD. But then I got a Region 3 DVD player and voila, I finally get to rid of Spookies again. All in all, the point is, Spooky's a good movie. Um, let me see what I can recall about the movie. The movie's about a necromancer, I would say. That he's like a popular wizard. Like, a, like not a popular wizard, he's like an evil wizard that practiced the dark arts. And he had this woman that he locked up that he's in love with. While he locked up this woman, that he made, she's like ageless, because he really loves her, you know? It's like Snow White, Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty on, on acid. Like, this guy was really obsessed with this woman. While he's in this house, you have all these monsters that goes under his control. Meanwhile, you got these innocent people, get ready, the innocent people that stumble upon the house, guess what? They become victims of his kill, you know? So he, he got all these monsters, all these unique monsters like the spider monster, the mud monster, all these monsters doing the killing for him. And you got this little spooky kid running around with a little ice pick knife like you know it's kind of freaky but it's it not I wouldn't say the movie is scary it's just like freaky and creepy and it just makes you want to get all curious like damn wow awesome special effects especially the spider scene which you see in my intro the spider scene with the guy getting his ass sucked out so you know what I'm talking about so all in all um Spookies, please check this movie out. Try and get a, a, a replica release. I heard it's out of print. Um, or VHS release if you want. But if there's any, any other release for this movie, let me know because I'm interested to know more. Hopefully, there might be a Blu ray release. But um, as for the special features on the disc, it's not really all that. It's just like galleries and trailers. Like for Psychic Killer, Cannibal Holocaust, and Mountain of the Cannibal Gods. Pretty much those are the trailers for, that, for this movie that was blocked in the feature. Um, pretty much like I said, I hope there's a better release with better features on it. I like to see maybe there's a deleted scene, commentary. I like to hear about the actors' thought on the movie or the special effects department. How, how they set the special effects for this movie. All of them, fantastic movie. Please check it out. Get it. Just get it. Don't rent it. Just fucking get it. Just don't make the same mistake as I have when I could rent it, but I should have owned it instead on VHS. But hey, who knew it was Hey, I'll be reviewing the Forever Club.
classic. The Lost Boys on Blu-ray. Forever classic. Guys, I'm sad to say this. I'll be surprised if they remake this. I hope they don't, but you know, every time we say they hope they don't, they don't remake the movies like classic like Lost Boys. Um, I want to show you the cover for this disc. It has the Frog Brothers in the front, right? Of this. And my cousin got the same Blu-ray, right? He actually got this cover on the disc. And even though I like the Frog Brothers, but I read for this cover on the art of the DVD, in my opinion. So if anybody got that cover on the artwork of the DVD, let me know. I'll buy it off of you on Blu-ray format. Um, special features, delayed scenes, documentaries, make it up. A lot of good shit in this DVD. Man. I mean, on this Blu-ray, excuse me. I don't know if the DVD has that, but I know the Blu-ray version does. Um, man, I grew up on this movie during the HBO days. Love this movie. I mean, it's definitely another take on the vampire. Harvard Jr. And it has the comedy elements, too. Um, I mean... A lot, a lot of good vampire movies. I could give, I'll give you a list of my next video blog on it, guys. But meanwhile, The Lost Boys about this family going to this town, start their life over again. You know what I'm saying? Trying to refresh. They're living with their grandpa. You got the two brothers and a mom. Um, you got two brothers running around the town, you know, pretty much exploring, joking around. At the beginning, you got the mom. She, she's, she, the mom in this movie is so cool, man. Um, she went out looking for a job, she worked at a music store. It probably was like one of those outlet stores, like, you know, every piece of the Wiz type of stores. Um, the brother saw this hot girl in this amusement park, you know what I'm saying? And he's hanging out with these guys, Kiefer Sutherland, and of course we all know they were vampires, but this guy doesn't know that. But so they start, they play with his mind a little bit, they made him drink this bottle of blood, and then when he goes home, the blood kind of made him into a vampire, you know, and um, so he's about to attack his brother. The dog attacked him back to protect his brother, Corey Hain, and um, pretty much he, he now he knows that his brother's a vampire. He got scared at first, and then he saved him from overflying himself to the sky, you know, and they had to figure out how to help his vampirism, you know what I'm saying? Um, also before the scene, you also got going to the comic book store where he met the Frog Brothers. And the Frog Brothers explained to him how they used the comic book as a cover to kill all the vampires. They knew what, what was going on. Um, so, him, the brother, thought it was Max as the head vampire. It's later in the end that we all know Max is the head vampire. But right now, everybody's going to think he's the key villain in the movie, the King for Sutherland character. And pretty much his character, was, his gang was pretty much the cover for Max, so they could protect him. You know, like you know, everybody knows he's the head vampire to protect the head vampire. And um, anyways, fast forward, the f they fail in exposing Max as a real vampire, so they thought they were wrong at the beginning. Still, it's towards the end, but now they have to go for keep for Sutherland's character, the vampire, and his gang with the help of the Corey Haynes' brother, who was also a vampire. He was to save the girl and the son to come with them to the house. I mean, one of them killed the vampire underground in the headquarters. Like, um, the vampires at nighttime, they got they want to get their revenge. So they go in the house, try to attack the 
the new guy they made to the vampire, Carly Haim's brother's character, and of course Carly Haim and the Frog Brothers are helping them out to battle the vampires and they battle them out in, in good fight scenes, good kill scenes, and um, also then when Max came into the house, he found to be as a head vampire. He wanted to marry the mother of, the, of this movie, and of course everyone's protecting her against the vampire, and the vampires are beating them all up. Grandpa comes in and saves the day. And he's not talking about the town has too many vampires, and that's when they realize that Grandpa already knew what was going on in the first place. You know, um, this is this is a fucking awesome movie, man. This is a must own. I mean, you can get it cheap now, but still, just own it either way because this is definitely a, a great Blu-ray movie, a great Blu-ray quality. Um, make sure you set your TV right. You know, get, get the good fixing because. Some people say this Blu-ray has static on it. It does not have static because I played this at my friend's house, and the quality in the picture was clear, it was great, and I realized that my TV setting was bad because I told my friend to help me fix my TV. You know, because my setting is bad if it shows static on my TV. So he fixed my TV, popped it in again this morning actually, and the clarity in this was awesome. Um, this is a great movie. Buy this. And meanwhile, while I'm talking about this, I'm not just talking about. It. Lost Boys, The Thirst. Does it have part three? This is my sequel to the movie. Not that part two, not the tribe. The tribe sucks, but the problem with the tribe is that most people do like the ending for the movie, like the secret ending, because Kali Him did not make full appearance. He only made one little um, experience, appearance at the end of the credit where it was rolling up. And that's how Kali fell in a little bit into the movie, but the movie was mainly like. To me, I feel like the movie of Part 2, The Tribe, trying to remake Part 1, but fail at it, and you cannot remake that, you know? Trying to copycat Part 1, and you have people sort of dwell in the movie and correct it, playing the head of vampire. And um, it's pretty much the same movie, I think it's a family going to the town, selling their life over again, and you have a brother and sister. The head vampire seduced the sisters, made them to a vampire and correct it. See, I only saw that movie one time, that's how bad the movie is to me. But still, if I'm and then the brother, the whole McCoy Fulmer's character, he gotta go up against the vampires and kill them. Um, you get your secret anyway, of course, with Coy Fulmer. And Coy Henry built himself to be a vampire also. So Coy is gonna fuck kill him more pretty much. But plus, you get in the, the Blu-ray or the DVD special feature, you got like your secret DVD scenes and alternate endings for that scene. And plus, you gotta see with the head vampire, with, with another vampire coming to the town driving a black car. Somebody told me it was actually, uh, actually his frog brother, James, um, let's see, what's the guy's name? Jameson New Newlander, that was supposed to be a vampire in part two. Um, I'm not sure if I'm, I'm right about it. It's just been a long time I saw this movie. But something I want to forget, but if you want to buy that movie as a collector's item, go ahead. I mean, you definitely can pick that up cheaper, I'll tell you that. Under a dollar, at least. Anyway, I'll talk a little bit about the the does. I know I really did like this movie, surprisingly, and I'm glad it was good. It's about Corey Feldman. He um, hired by this author to save a man because he was killed by vampires. And this movie also had a twist I did too, you know. And um, I don't want to ruin it because I want you guys to buy the Blu-ray. And um, Corey, Corey Feldman got help, you know, to fight the vampires, go to this club, like the underground club life and fight these vampires off and um, 
the vampires come up this drug called, it's like a blood drug, where if you drink the blood, you become vampires, you get all high, and um, the vampires are holding a club to have more victims, it's like a trap to trick them, it's like a, a DJ, he was supposed to be a head vampire, he kidnaps this guy, it was the author's boyfriend that we're supposed to save, but there's also, also a good twist that, that's just that he's not really the lead vampire in this movie, and there's a reason why they kidnapped the guy. Um, again, that's another thing I don't want to ruin, like I said. But the action scenes are fun. The Frog Brothers are back in this movie. And um, the special features in this movie are awesome. You even have Commissioner McCarthy hosting a, um, a vampire documentary in this one, too. This is always cool to watch Commissioner McCarthy. Who doesn't, who doesn't like Commissioner McCarthy? But anyway, um, yeah, actually, I picked up the, to me, I picked up The Lost Boys and Lost Boys Part 3 on Blu-ray. Part 2, I didn't pick it up, but um, I might consider picking it up now since the price is so cheap to buy it. Anyway guys, peace. See you later. Another movie review. Excuse me, I'm looking at WCW Wrestling at the same time. Old school, by the way. Um, I'll be reviewing an old movie called Munchies. And Munchies is like a, kind of like a gremlin spoof, I would say, and critter spoof also. But it's a very entertaining movie, and it's very funny. It's more, it's not like really, it's considered to be a horror, but considered more as a comedy spoof. It's about this um, archaeologist that found this little monster in a cave, like a tomb-like, and they brought it with him to a town. And then the monster, you know, it's like he's cute and stuff. So then the monster gets captured, and then the stepson from the from the neighbor's house ended up cutting up in half. And guess what? You develop more munchies. But the munchies got mad when he, he was threatening, so they all had that angry attitude. So the munchies go around wrecking havoc wherever they go. Simple as that. It's a great, a great horror comedy spoof. You know, it's awesome. Rented, buy it. It's called Munchies. There's also a sequel called Munchies Strikes Back, but don't rent that shit. That has nothing to do with the first Munchies. It was just plain stupid. First Munchies is awesome. So rent it or buy it. It's called The Death Factory Blood Lettering. Blood Lettering. And it's a good movie, man. So it's like, I think it's one of those independent horror movies. Um, the behind the scene feature is good. And the deleted scene of the alternate version to the intro is really fucking good. Very sensitive towards viewers, but I liked it. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to ruin it, and I want to spoil it also. I don't want to like mess up the movie, but it's a good movie. It's worth your time to check out. The Death Factory Blood Letter is about this woman who goes inside this warehouse with a couple of contestants that's with her. Each of them had sin. You know, um, they did something wrong in their life, and they're in this game. You know, um, it's run by a guy, a crazed madman, who's just, who's watching the show called The Showman, with his little brother and his sister, who has like male fangs and male claws, going around killing people around the warehouse. You know, and the purpose of the movie is that these people have to survive while one of the victims, this is a woman, trying to find trying to find the killer that killed and disrespected her daughter. And while she's trying to um, find that person, she's also had to survive against the um, sister Alexia, who's going around killing people. That's the one with the fangs and claws. 
um, Alexia is a killer that's affected by chemicals, so you can see how she is if you look at the trailers and stuff. Or even the front cover of the box, it's creepy. But this movie is full of blood, a lot of gore. I'm creepy too, because she's creepy looking, Alexia. Uh, like I said, I don't want to ruin too much of the movie, but it's worth your time. Check the trailer on YouTube or whatever, you can find a trailer. Um, I just saw a movie called Dor Dororo 2007. This movie came out and it was released in 2008 in the US. And um, I just want to say this movie is fucking awesome. Uh, what I heard about this movie it was created by the guy that did the Astro Boy comic book. Um, it's about this guy. His father made a pact with the devil so he could rule the world. Wow. But he put his son's um, soul on the line. But it's not only the soul. He sacrificed 48 of his body parts to 48 demons. So then when the kid grew up, he ended up having had to get his body parts back by killing 48 demons. I want to ruin the movie if he completed his mission on that. But um, as you see by the trailer, he fought one of the demons, which was a butterfly demon. And it's pretty fucked up. But the whole movie's not about killing demons, you know. I mean, you have your demons, your blood, your, the typical samurai style movie but you also have your storyline kind of like a spaghetti western type of storyline explain how the kid who grew up how he got his fake body parts who built his fake body parts who raised him before his father sold his ass out um pretty much the movie is good it's enjoyable if you're into those Asian type of cinemas you know what to expect from a type of movie like this there was a movie before before Doro that I've seen before called Sayuki Demon Slayer, I should review that next time. But it's similar to that, but um, it's more storytelling though, so you get into the character. But it is good, uh, you'll definitely Demons from Dario Argentino, 1985. Wow, this movie I do up on video cassette. And um, I will read Demons 1 and 2. I'll talk about that Demon 2 next time. But let's talk about Demon 1. When I first saw this movie, I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? you telling me people turn into demons from a silver mask? That's how we got started from the origin, you know? But then, you learn to cozy it up, because, you know, it was a good horror movie. But if you think about it, it was a horror slash comedy, because it was, it was pretty comical in a way, if you think about it. But, you know, like, movies like this, I, you cannot take it seriously, because when you see Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Demons, and, of course, Allah, Cabin in the Woods, um... Do you learn not to take movies like this seriously? Because, you know, it was I guess it was meant to have fun, you know? And that's what horror movies are meant to have fun. So I could say this generic horror comedy. Um, movie starts out with this, with this innocent girl, our innocent girl for the movie, of this horror movie, took this um, ticket to see a free movie with her, and her, her and her friend went. So anyway, there were, there was people running around the movie theater, you know, ready to see this movie. Then this black girl, Greta Greta, let me just say that I made a mistake on my last channel page. I say uh, Monique Dupree was the first screen queen, black screen queen. My mistake, I think Greta Greta to me was the first black screen queen because to this day, she's still doing her own movies. That's well dedicated, man. And she was actually, she was the real one. She was the real deal. You know, Greta Greta, so um, Greta Greta, I apologize if you watch this video blog. You are the first black screen queen. And she's got a talent, she's really from the US too. 
I hope I'm not gonna check out IMDB. Anyway, the, the black girl was playing around with the silver mask and she put it back. She's a pimp. I think the pimp told her to put it back. The guy has to be a pimp because he's pimping two, two chicks, you know what I'm saying? So I went to see this movie and then we found out a little origin story about the silver mask is that it's actually from Nostradamus. Like, it, it was really, these kids in the movie, the, in the movie, while they're playing the movie, reading the book saying that the mask contains this evil, don't pull the mask or you become a demon. And in the movie theaters that play in the movie, the movie itself, the guy became a demon that killed people in the movie screen theater, you know, movie-wise. Later, while one of the audience members, the black girl on the mask, having a similar cut that she saw in the movie, she goes to the bathroom, she ended up turning to the demon, she, she killed a friend, and that's when the infections are spreading, the demons start killing people in the theaters, and they start turning to demons, people have to survive, around the theater, they're trying to escape, and they realize that the movie theater was blocked by a wall. Now, I know a lot of people say the plot is stupid, oh yeah, the mask turned people to demon, and that's how we got started, but you know what? Like I said, at the end of the day, it was an enjoyable, entertaining horror movie. You know, it was bloody gory. I mean, that throat ripping up. You see blood. You even see one of the girl's friend who actually turned to a demon, and and her back, a real demon pops out. You know what I'm saying? Um, special effects was really good. It's old school horror, man. Old school special effects. You know the way I like it. You know, minus the origin plot of the of the beginning, how people come to the demon of the how we got started, you know, but like I said, man, it's just, just ride with it, everyone. And then you had another part of the story when this, these punks driving their car, they actually went inside the movie theater and guess what? They get stuck becoming demons too, you know. Um, got a guy, you got the hero by his motorcycle that was displayed on the movie theater, inside the movie theater, cutting up these dudes with the samurai sword. You got the helicopter falling down the roof, him and the surviving girl, the heroine goes up the roof and they face the guy with the silver mask. It looked like he had some intelligence because he implanted the silver mask in his face. So this was another demon mask. You know, the shit kinda like it. And he was the one that gave the complimentary complimentary movie tickets to the people to go in at the beginning of, of the movie. Anyway, he was he was on the rooftop. He was about to kill the guy and the guy and the woman was able to kill him off. So when they start looking at the environment they realized that outside the demon infection virus spread outside of the movie theater, so they wasn't safe. And then you get your twist ending when the heroine, while Chris rolled up, she became a demon. And the little boy shot her. When you see the little boy in this movie, he has a recognizable face. You see him in a lot of Italian cinema movies, by the way. But besides that, all in all, this movie was enjoyable. Um, minus the origin plot hole, but you know what? Like I say, guys, you can just let it go, you know? And you thought this was crazy? Demon 2 has a interesting origin plaster how the person became a demon too. But um, like I say, in the next blog I'll talk about it. Anyway, peace. And we review another Sea Monster movie, which last review I reviewed Lostness, Lostness Terror. So this is kind of cool. I heard about this movie for a long time. I never paid so much attention to it. It's done now. And it's called Deep Rising 1998. This movie is fucking crazy bad. I, yo, I totally love this movie. 
So I wish I had seen it a long time ago. Too bad I had to wait 2008 to think it thought it was actually good. It was good. Um, simply, the monster is an octopus monster, but he's not your ordinary octopus monster. You have to see the movie to find out. Um, you have some top stars in it, or B-movie stars, like Treat Willem, and the very hot Famic Jensen of X-Men fame, who played Jean Grey. Totally hot. This Digimon Hussan is in that movie. He's the black guy from Blood Diamond, Amistad, and he played the pimp at Constantine. Who could Keanu Reeves ass in that movie? Anyway, Deep Sea Rising is like a sci-fi horror, has gore, has blood, um, has terrorists, <laughs> yeah, terrorism, pirates like, and um, as a pirate, this octopus is going on killing people, you know, it's pretty cool, you'll see the clip before that with the monster, how it looks, pretty scary, but it's, it's a good movie, rent it, buy it, must own, excellent movie. What's up guys, today we talk about the movie Demon 2, and um, you thought the plot, the story, origin plot of the demons were crazy from the first one? Oh boy, check this one out. Now, this one takes place in the in a complex building, you know, a tall ass building, and um, this time, let's fast forward the story with the actors and actresses as they're trying to get their life from getting along, like, you see, they introduce you to capture the couple, the birthday party, the whole, yeah, the whole they went to see this guy, which was stuck in the enemy with the guy, with the husband of the couple. You know, we get to that part later. So anyway, let's fast forward the story. Now, we have this bratty kid, right? Her, she, she says she went on, she looks good for a birthday party, and then her friend trying to console her, and then she went dancing around, and then this phone ring, right? Search us out. This guy named Jacob wanted to come upstairs. When she found out Jacob's coming upstairs, she got mad at the guy that answered the phone. She said she sat in a lock herself in the room not to come out. She's watching this horror movie, which this horror movie has been replayed as since the beginning. Uh, I don't know if it's a found footage movie, if it's a stock footage movie or not. I'm not sure. But anyway, she's watching this horror movie, and then the demon comes out in this movie. And then literally when he was going after the people in the movie, he started to look at the TV screen while the woman was watching it. And then the demon came out the screen. Yeah, that's the origin of the fucking demon in this movie. He comes out the TV screen and then he attacked the birthday girl. And then um when when she comes out the front comes out the door while they're saying happy birthday to her, she grabs this guy's arm, she got transformed into the demon. She's killing everybody at this party. He was trying to get out the door. Well, I know. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, right? So, once, and then her, she had a period or something. Her blood started dripping. Like, like a rip of an alien problem with the acid through the ceiling. Going down. So the blood is like going down, down, down. Affected anyone who touches the blood. And then the demons finally come out of the birthday girl's apartment. I start attacking everybody, you know, attacking these weightlifters, you know, these aerobics, aerobic people. Um, the door, the the boy, he had blood spill on him. He turned into a demon. The dog, he turned into a demon. Yeah, you got demon dog in it too, by the way. And you got demon baby in this one. Um, as the movie progressed, a lot of people are dying. People are going to the garage to like barricade themselves to fight off the demons and a few survivors coming in 
and the Batman came himself, the demons finally come out, start attacking everyone in the garage. The guy, about to, when he was about to go down the elevator, he was stuck with the whole the escort, let's just say. Uh, the escort got attacked by the demon while the guys going up the elevator, and um, the escort turned into a demon. Uh, the guy defeated the escort demon, and then he got on top of the elevator. She was alive a little bit. He killed the escort demon. He goes up to get his wife back while she was finding the baby demon and defeat the baby demon. And then they had to go on the rooftop. They found the two survivors from the party. And they all went to the rooftop. They're about to go down. Two, two, of, the, two of the survivors of the party turned into demons. They died. Um, the main demon that started it, she's coming up the rooftop. She survived the explosion attack from the guy that defeated the demon. So, so him as well had to go down the building, like mountain climb, go down the building, and the female demon, the elite demon, come and climb down the road too. Like yo, I'm doing some mountain shit too. I can do that too. It's like oh boy, what the fuck is going on? So, they killed her. They they killed her with the pipe. The couple going to the studio room, and the demon was still alive. It was like a blind demon, and the guy defeated the, the main demon finally at the end. And actually, this movie did have a happy ending. I don't know if the Italian version was the same thing with the ending, but in the American version, it was they had a happy ending. The guy, the, his, his woman, and his and the kid, when the woman became pregnant with the boy, they both walk out very happy. Nothing did not happen, and the credits roll up. You see, you got a happy ending in a horror movie. Very rare, right, guys? But, um, all right, that's for the story. Did I enjoy this movie? Yeah, I did enjoy it. I enjoyed the blood and gore. I enjoyed it. Um, the only problem I had with this movie was pretty obvious. Like, the first movie is the origin of the demon. I just thought it was stupid that at, at, the, part, at the first part we had the demon mask, the one turned to a demon with the mask. And this one, you got the demon coming out the TV screen and attacked the first victim, and then she became the demon. So, yeah, it was just the origin plot of it. it. Was like, are you fucking kidding me? You know. But besides that, the movie was enjoyable. It surpassed that part, and I did like it. You know, it was it wasn't bad. Anyway, peace, guys, and see you later. Indeed, I rented from Cold Red, Red again. It's a release of a movie called The Dead Pet, nineteen eighty nine. And no, this is not a piece of shit DVD. This is a good DVD. I remember during my younger days when I went like the video excuse me. Um, I seen this cover of the Dead Pit, the movie for a while in VHS and I never bothered renting it. I don't know why, but I never bothered renting it. But then now I rented it today, a re release DVD of the Dead Pit from nineteen eighty nine. And it's like a, it's a horror movie. It's a zombie flick. And it's about a girl going to a mental hospital. It senses there was zombies in the cellar. Now the zombie is—I uh, don't want to reveal the story at the end of what happened, of course not—and how the plot we revealed to the girls of the girl regaining her memory back. She's all grown up now, and um, this doctor who experimented with mental patients is like a life and death issue, you know, kind of like a little bit, a little bit of a Hellraiser style to it. It has some blood, has some little bit of gore when you can see some body parts, you know, for the gore factor for us horror fans. 
So anyway, um, enjoy the clip before this review and um, read the movie The Dead Pit from 1989 and the DVDs we released from Code Red. And trust me, this movie will not disappoint you. It's a good movie. And there's another movie that I reviewed from Code Red called Soul Survivor that I reviewed. Like I said, please don't rent it. But you are going to rent it anyway. But anyway.